This is episode 22. This episode highlights the experiences of seven different vendors at the very first Mercado Latinx 209 in Stockton, California, on Sunday, March 31st, 2019. It is part two of Mercado Latinx 209 podcast episodes. To listen to part one, please go to episode 21. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hello, hello, bienvenidos. I'm Giselle Martin, and this is Relate and Elevate, a podcast with conversations of cultural identity and entrepreneurship. Join me to hear stories from entrepreneurs of different cultures and identities. I believe consumers want to support businesses and organizations that they relate to because it gives them a sense of community. I know it does for me. Also, my daughter will join me once a month to talk about the kid entrepreneur perspective. So subscribe to Relate and Elevate to learn more about closing the cultural gaps in the marketplace. Okay, so I have another guest here. Do you want to introduce yourself? Hi, my name's uh, Julie. I'm from Hijas de Maiz. I am the daughter of Joanna. She is the owner, and so uh, my dad is also the owner. Her, his name is Javier, and he is the ported artist on Instagram. So your parents have their own episode where they talked about their story, and now you want to share a little bit of how your whole family business influences you. So my family business started when I was in about senior year, but my dad has been deported since I was a sophomore. And we kind of started by just people asking us to bring stuff. And from there it kind of grew. And then we tried to encourage my dad to paint. And so he started painting and now he has his deported artist Instagram. And we have been doing this Vending for a year, and that was in December. So December we became a year of vending and getting to meet people like you and um, just starting a community. So it's influenced me because um, I w- I'm not shy, but I was shy to share my story and my dad, and I was shy to talk about how I was a vendor. And um, as the months go by, I become a little more... Confident, Com- yeah, confident. Yeah, <laughs> I was really shy to talk to people, but now I'm the one networking for my mom, networking for my dad. Oh, that's great! Yeah, so whenever someone comes by our booth, I'm talking about my dad and just letting them know, you know, he's deported, this is his art, and my mom's kind of just like, she's like, You're my PR. Yeah, so it's helped me grow because now I'm, you know, I'm not shy. We actually did an event out of my school, and nobody really knew that I, my dad was supported, so they kind of got to see me. I remember speaking about how my dad was supported and how we started the business, and I kind of choked up. Mm-hmm. And I choke up sometimes. Yeah, it's difficult. Yeah, I, I used to not talk about it, but it's part of my life, and I can't hide it because there's a lot of families out there being deported, getting separated by deport, deportation, and we see it in the news all the time. And yeah. I think it's just it's just something people need to talk about more and not be afraid to talk about, even with our politics, you know, everything going on around us. Julie, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> You're gonna it's, make me cry. Oh, you're already making me cry. I I totally understand about like being confident and uncomfortable and stuff like that. It's it was really difficult for me to start a podcast and it's difficult for me to post pictures of myself on Instagram, but I'm I'm challenging myself to do it. And also you're you and your family are very inspirational to me because if I see that you all share your story, then then I could definitely share my story. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's been a lot for me. Like I said, I um, I didn't want to talk about it, and when I was younger, I used to write poetry, and I stopped. And recently, I started writing some again about my dad and about how I would um, I wouldn't talk about him, and when someone would ask me, "Oh, your dad? Um, oh, he's he was in." He's gone. He's not here right now. And then when he got deported, um, I'd be like, oh, well, he's in, he lives in Mexico, but I would never talk about what happened or why. And it was just hard for me because um, my mom was a single mother for a long time. So him being away kind of just made me feel like I didn't have a dad. But um, 
it was just me denying the fact that we weren't all together. And the store has actually brought us, um, I don't know, it's, me and my mom were already close, but it brought all of us closer together, even my aunt and my cousin. So I think the store and just having the vending community is uh, such a big help. And I just like, a lot of vendors have been very supportive and very, um, they just show, they just help my, they just help my family grow and um, become a better, better community in the vending. Yeah, yeah. And I'm so happy to see your business grow and I'm so happy, like, right, um, I passed by the booth and there's like a separate little shelf just for all of your dad's art and I like it how it's separate because he is separate but you're all together. Oh. Yeah. yeah. That's actually funny. We bought that to put our shirts on. Yeah. And then my dad's, how about you put a couple of our paintings, my paintings on there and then oh, it, became, good. it became his. He kind of <laughs> stole it from us. Oh, well good. He's, <laughs> you gotta do what you gotta do <laughs> to get space around here. No, really though. <laughs> this vending is no joke. Yeah. So you go to school during the week and on the weekends you sell, 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 sell? Yeah, we. I go to school. Right now I go to school three days out of the week and I work full time and then we vend. Oh, okay. So you're a college student? I am a college student. I go to Holy Names and I take 12 units. I'm a history major and I want to become a teacher. Oh, okay. Well, good. Well... Keep doing what you're doing, and you're learning so much by helping your family run a business that a, a college could not really ever teach you. And I'm really thankful for that. Yeah, I'm thankful for everything that I've grown up with, with my, my mom and my dad and everything they taught me through vending and through our, um, our family situations. Yeah. Well, continue inspiring all of us with everything that you do. Thank you, Julie. And I hope you continue with your podcast. We love them. And I want to I wanna hear your daughter's podcast. I hear she's only done one so far. Yes, she's only done one. That's one of my goals for this year is to do more of them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Thank you for having me. Thank you. So I have another guest here who is also, who I consider a really good friend now. Yeah. <laughs> Want to introduce yourself, party girl? My name is Susana Sanchez-Young and I'm the owner of the Designing Chica. My friends call it the Latina Hallmark. The Latina Hallmark. So what do you sell? I sell, cards. I sell greeting cards and poster prints that you could frame and stickers and pins of all my original artwork that I create for the culture. You create yours, you create it on an iPad, right? I, I do it by hand, I draw, uh-huh. and I do it on an iPad, I use Procreate, but I just got the iPad for Christmas, and I'm still learning how to use uh, the oh, program, okay. and it's amazing, and I have my, I have hired my six-year-old paint. And she, she does amazing oh, work. Oh yes, I saw it on Instagram. Yeah. You should totally sell her prints. Yeah, and she's amazing. And I also just, I basically create ideas, I designs from ideas what of what my mom has told me as a young girl growing up. And then I see, like ponte las pilas, ponte las pilas, or mija estudia para que no sufres como yo. And so I see poorly designed memes online of people, and people share them. They're, yeah. And at that, well, because they connect with it. Yes. The idea, of it, the concept. The of concept. It, yeah. And I feel when I see poorly designed memes, I take those and I redesign them, and I put my own pocket on it. Yeah. I create an illustration or I create uh, artwork with typography. Yeah. And so I'm a visual journalist. I've been working in uh, the visual journalism for 21 years this year in uh, in December and. Um, I started this business four years ago after having babies and realizing I don't like any of the artwork that's out there for my nursery. I want something that is me. And yeah. I went to Ross, I bought all the stuff, and then I returned it because I thought, I can make this. Yeah. But I felt like I didn't have time back then. Well, as a mom, oh, yes. you've learned <laughs> that there is no time, but you have to squeeze in if you want to be successful, if you want to be able to create something that is your own, you have to make time. And when everybody's sleeping is when I create my artwork. Yeah, that's when I record podcasts and do video chat meetings is either before the kids wake up exactly. or when they go to bed. Exactly. And so for me, I do it after I work, after the kids go to bed. And I create my work because as a designer for a newspaper, I'm working with multiple cooks in the kitchen. And it's not always 
something that I'm proud of. And but I have that's what they want, or that's what the is dictated as the style that they that they want for the group I'm working on. And four years ago, I was working at the Washington Post, and I was really enjoying my work. But I realized that I want to create my own brand. Yeah. I didn't know it back then how big it would get. I am. I just celebrated 5,000 followers. I didn't Yay. do a big hoopla because I was so busy with work. But I thought there's people that come to all my pop-ups that tell me I came because you posted it today here in Stockton. That's amazing. Five different you have people. Insta fans. I do, and it's weird. And they know all about me, and they love that when they meet me that I am the same person that they meet on Instagram. Oh yes, you're the always person. dancing I'm on always, Instagram and in person. Yeah, I'm always busy doing something that will enrich me, make me happy. And yeah. having, I like to have, if I'm not having a good time, I don't want to do it. And yeah. coming to festivals, I see, I meet women and they're inspired by my artwork. And I meet other like hardworking women who are hustling, who want to have their own business. Yeah. And so we support each other. Yeah. That's like my favorite part. Obviously making money so that I could pay for the new toilet we just got at home, you know? <laughs> a new toilet? Oh, yeah. How and, fancy is it? Yeah. Oh, we got a bidet. Oh. I have never experienced anything like that. Oh my god. <laughs> and my husband's like, we got it. And I'm like, this is crazy. I never once in a million years thought I would own something like this. But I'm working two jobs. I'm freelancing logo design and like illustrations. You're the epitome of Ponte Las Pilas. I am, yeah, and I'm tired. I'm really tired. Yesterday I hosted a party, a low-key birthday party for my daughter and 37 people came that's yeah. low-key for me oh yes yes yeah. I, so, I understand yes. so i'm just i just want to be able to provide my parents were undocumented and didn't speak the language they learned the language and they work crazy jobs to create a business and i was never with a babysitter i was never with a nanny nothing we were poor but they taught me that if you work really hard you're able to provide for yourself and yeah slowly but surely you're able to buy a house and become someone and that set up the work ethic for me yeah. as, a, a small, as a small business entrepreneur and so I work full time um, from home and I take care of my kids and I freelance and I create a little greeting card line for our people. You're amazing. Oh, you're amazing. <laughs> Seriously. I, I think what I struggle right now is just trying to keep up with the demand. So I had a party this week and uh, yesterday and I had work and it was not a great week and other things happened and I realized I'm not ready for this pop-up today. But people came out in droves and they came from Patterson, from Sacramento, from Modesto, from my post. And mm -hmm. I just was like, the power of our culture. People want, and especially in these turbulent times that we're living in because of political landscape, people are searching for their identity more than ever. Yeah, the power of, of connection. Yeah, yeah, totally. And I feel grateful and thankful that I'm able to provide something for them. Another woman told me, I met you last year at a Frida thing in Modesto. You should have won the costume contest. Aww. And I'm like, I think it was fixed because their friends won and I had the creative costume. They're like, totally, we thought you should have won. Aww. And the lady then said, fan vote, fan vote. Exactly. She picks up a sticker and she said, I'm about to start crying. I'm like, it's okay, you could cry because everybody cries. We all, I people cry. I get like a bunch of people cry at my cards. And she said, my mom bought this and she died last uh, last year. So that was two years ago, the Modesto event. And we have the sticker right next to her urn. And Aww. she loved your work and I love your work. And it reminds me of how hard my mom worked for us. And I'm like, and then we're all crying. And I'm like, give me a hug because this is amazing. <laughs> I'm so sorry that your mom passed away. She goes, but I'm here because you posted this. We came from Patterson. We met you in Modesto. And I wanted to see you again because you inspire us. And I'm like, now I'm crying and I'm like, thank you. It makes me feel so like I'm sorry that your mom died, but you're you're making me feel like what I'm doing, what I'm lack that I'm lacking sleep and I'm kind of killing myself trying to create stuff when I'm exhausted. That it's worth it, yes. and that it, that it, this image here that you have next to your mom's urn reminds you of your mom. And for me, that's like. I can't believe that. I am so happy that you feel this connection and that I was able to create something that you feel so strongly about. 
That was today, like an hour ago, and I'm like, oh my god, the emotional roller coaster that a vendor, I know life. It's always every everybody has a story, and I I I try to design for everyone, and so I don't have enough male products for dads and boys. And as a mother of a boy, I should make more, and so that's something I need to work on. But I feel like we women work so hard, and and we deserve more props. Yeah. And so my line of cards are very female empowerment very very positive affirmations and they're not religious they're just you know positive sayings so that when you're feeling down you can look at this and then feel better about yourself. yes i have one of yours um posted in my room yay next to my vision board that yes. i did at your house oh that so. was fun people wanted to come and buy tickets but remember we talked about it i'm like i'm not ready to invest in an event because i was so tired and i was so sick i worked so hard all year and then come december i'm always sick during christmas and i'm just like i can't eat but i'll eat anyway i'm like i'm i'm like sad eating i'm like i'm not even that hungry but i'm eating because the tamales are so good <laughs> Well, you definitely need to take care of yourself, for yes. sure. Yes. Because what would the world be like without the designing chica? It'd be a little duller. Yeah, <laughs> a lot duller. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you for sharing a little bit about your story. My here with pleasure. Us. It's been fun. I'm so happy you got to come out here. And your kids are great. Oh, I mean, it's you. hard. I've done pop-ups with my kids, and I want to kill them towards the end of the day. And I love them, though. But they have energy. And just how I have all this pent-up energy from working from home, I release it when I come to these events. And so yes. my kids, I always bring them a present to unwrap. And like 10 minutes later, they're bored with it. And I'm like, come on, guys. Get throw me a bone here. I'm trying to like offer you guys some, like, you know, a positive... Like, I, you know, the mommy does this for you guys. And towards the end of the day, they're like, oh, buy this. My mom made this. And they actually help me. But I think as they grow older, they'll see that. Because yeah. now my oldest daughter, who's almost 11. She was working for you. She was going to give yes, you this. Yes, she was. I told her, you don't have to. I'm going to go see your mom. I know your mom. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> she was so sweet. I didn't mean yeah. to say no. But I told her, give that to other people. I know your mom. It's all good. But she, yeah. was doing, she was doing a really good job. Yeah, she was. She really helps out a lot. So. Yeah, it's amazing. My six-year-old, when she knows I have a festival, she sees me like, like organizing. She says, "Mommy, can I help you?" And I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. "Okay, do this. Okay, mommy." And she yeah. loves to help, so I'm training her to be my assistant in life. Yeah. Um, and my son likes the idea of events, so he could come and eat. Oh yeah, no, the other two. Yeah. Yes, the, they, <laughs> the boys love the food, but he also likes the idea. Like, wow. Mommy's working, and this helps mommy and my, us. But yeah, that's my life in a nutshell. And I love to dance. Yes. And even though I hurt my knee, I'm still dancing it. I'm taking care of my knee. I use a lot of CBD cream, and that really goes a long way. Yes, it does. After this, I'm going to go get a massage by my house. Once I get home, I'm going to get a massage. So that tomorrow I can wake up and be like, yay, it's Monday. Good, good, good. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing. and. Maybe one day we'll get your own episode. Oh, that would be awesome. This is great. This is basically me in a nutshell. <laughs> okay, thank you. Okay, so my next guest is actually an author, and he wrote a children's book. You yes. want to introduce yourself and tell us yeah. about your book? I'm an author. I'm originally a musician, hip-hop musician. Uh, but I wanted to use my rhyming skills for something better, so I wrote this book for my daughter, and now it's published. It's called Rhymosaurs. It's actually a series. So we have two books right now, and we're working on book three and book four. Oh, cool. Yes. And what is your name? My name is Orlando Molina. Uh -huh. uh, Rhymos and you're not from around here, I'm right? not. I'm from Brooklyn, New York. I'm a transplant, but I love Stockton. It's awesome here. Uh, yeah, and I just wanted to blend dinosaurs and hip-hop in a fun way to make reading cool for kids. That's great. Yeah. There are no rhyming dinosaurs out there. That's true. There was well, there a singing on Barney <laughs> back in the day. Yes. But he was singing goofy songs. Yeah. We have like real DJs and real beats and like beatboxing and like golden era 90s hip hop style. So you sell your book on Amazon. Yeah. Published and it's on Amazon Prime. Uh -huh. So you can get it in two days. Uh -huh. but yeah. I published, indie published with their publishing wing. 
the Amazon Publishing? Mm -hmm. Yeah, oh, it's cool. called Kindle Direct Publishing. So any authors out there, if you feel like you're shopping your book and nobody wants to publish your book, but you feel like you work hard and you grind, just do it yourself. So is it also like you could also get the Kindle uh, yes. e-book version yeah. too? You have three options. You can do print, Kindle, and audiobook, and I did all three. Oh, cool. So we, our first book is an audio version on Audible. Uh-huh. We're working on the second book's audio version, but we're going to expand the reach, so we're going to do also iTunes, Apple Music, Spotify, uh, you know, Google Play, all that cool. stuff. Yes, I love it. Yeah, yeah. So you have a coloring station here. That's correct. How's that going? Very good, very good. Kids are coloring, kids are hanging out. The coloring station works because they chill and color and then the parents start asking questions. What's yeah. the book about? What's this? How can I, huh? Big bit of poop, big bit of pop. And I'm like, oh, well, and I give them my little thing. And then they, uh, sometimes they buy a book, sometimes they say, well, check it out. How but, long did it take you from concept, idea, concept, to actually like sell your first book? Um, my wife was pregnant when I thought of it. Uh-huh. So the baby was Probably in her belly. Always a great time. Yeah, yeah. Like, so like being in the trenches. Pretty much nine months. <laughs> yeah. The nine months of pregnancy where I was like, I got to make this work and I have to put this out so there. So you were both pregnant. Yeah. She was real pregnant. I was just like. You were with the pregnant with an idea. Yeah, yeah. With an, I, yeah, I had an idea formulating in my uterus. My brain uterus. That's weird. <laughs> you can cut that part out. Or not. It's funny. Um, I just Shouts to all women everywhere for giving birth because that's just a miracle of of life but I, I had a timeline I wanted it to be out for when she was born and then I, I was very proud of the book but I, and I published it but then when I moved to Stockton is where it became bigger and it became an education thing and, and I started visiting schools Stockton was the city that embraced me and said come to our libraries come to our events come to this children's museum do this do that we love you this is cool this is sick oh my god yeah very artsy here do you, did you create all the graphic designs? I do the design, a lot of the design, not the illustrations. Not the illustrations. Uh, my buddy Charles Ugas is the illustrator uh -huh. of the book. I'm the rhyme, the author, the writer, and I do all the graffiti because we incorporate a lot of elements of hip hop, and graffiti is one of them. Yeah. So the dinosaur here, he's wearing a basketball uniform and a basketball in his hand and a crown. Yes, it's to uh, represent. We have a new basketball team in Stockton called the Stockton Kings. Oh, okay. So they're doing a lot of community events, so I'm trying to help them uh, with, you know, some reach and expanding to young kids with our, our business and their business. So he's a 209-a-saur, because the area code in Stockton is 209. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Cool. This is fun. So what are some things that you're looking forward to doing next, uh, besides expanding to, you know, the collection? Of the mm -hmm. rhinosaurs. Yeah, we're writing more books, uh, like you just said, which is always going to be the beginning part of everything. We're expanding our audio stuff to be more interactive. But also, my main goal now is I would love this to be a cartoon on Disney or Netflix or Nickelodeon. Yes, I would love that. Too. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of where my brain is at. Lorenzo, do you want to watch the rhinosaurs cartoon on Netflix? Would you watch that cartoon, Lorenzo? You, oh, Shasta you, Lorenzo, he colored one of our coloring cards. Yes, but what if Rhinosaurus was on Netflix, would you watch it? Would you watch that cartoon? You would, right? I bust a freestyle for him earlier. I was like, my name's Lorenzo, but my dad's call me my dad calls me Benzo. And I like my does. family and I chill with my friends, yo. Remember? Throw it into the end zone. Does Bobby call you Benzo all the time? It's, 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 it's sister told me that. <laughs> so the good vibes. There's kids everywhere. Good vibes at Mercado Latinx. How do you say that word, by the way? Did I say it right? Latinx? Mercado Latinx. Latinx. Or I said Latinx. However you want to say it. Yeah, All right. you want to say. This is really nice, beautiful weather. Awesome. Thank you for having yeah. me. Yeah. No, thank you for sharing your um thank you for sharing your story. It's very inspirational. I mean, I thought about writing books myself too, so you know, the advice that you're giving is thank really you, great you. and yeah, hopefully it inspires other people to go out there and create their own books because there yes. definitely is a need for more children's books and fun. Parents, yeah. read to them young, get them interested. Uh, we made it with hip-hop so parents would want to read to their kids because a lot of parents will just give the kid an iPad and tell them to be quiet, I'm doing something. Yeah. It's better to interact with the kids. So. Yeah. I love the iPad. Thank you. That's why we have the Kindle version. 
We have a version on digital one you can download. You can read his book on an iPad. So yeah, available now on Amazon, Kindle, and Audible. And uh, more and to come. what's your Instagram? Rhymosaurus. R-H-Y-M-O-S-A-U-R-S. Also on Facebook. All right. That's a well, long way. Thank you, guys. Thank you very much. Peace out, Lorenzo. Uh, high five. Okay, so my next guest is Ruben, the creator of Fuchila Fresheners. Yes. Do you want to tell us about how you started or maybe how you turned into like a... Instagram success, like <laughs> you have like Instagram fans now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, first off, uh, thanks for having me. It's dope that, that uh, you know, at this point, uh, people are starting to recognize Fuchila a bit more. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it's been a blessing and a lot of fun. It's a creative outlet for me. It's a side hustle. Yeah. Uh, at the moment, I'm looking to make, turn it into a full time. But for those of y'all that haven't heard about Fuchila, Fuchila is our line of air fresheners and nostalgic collectibles, essentially, uh, as we begin, as we continue to expand. Uh, and what we want to do is really just take over the world one freshener at a time. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> that sounds yeah. great. You're building Thank your you. empire. Yes, we're exactly. We're all doing the same yeah, thing. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. The fact that we're all here uh, on a Sunday working, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. If only we were just chill, chilling. <laughs> it's a little bit more intense than chilling, but yeah, definitely good time. Uh, it's my first trip out here to Stockton as a, as a vendor, and so it's been it's been fun being able to come out here and and I feel like Stockton welcomed us welcomed us really oh, yes. nicely. So yeah, it was really 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 packed for a few yeah. hours. Oh, I couldn't seriously. even walk in there. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy, and the weather just. Yeah, so oh nice. my gosh, it was amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was beautiful. So. Yeah, so you want to tell us of how you came up with Uchila Freshness <laughs> and what it is that you actually sell? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, so Uchila, the name came first before anything. I just, uh, as the story goes, uh, I was in the bathroom and uh, where all my great ideas come and I decided wouldn't it be funny if there was a freshener company called Fuchila? And I, I was just like, I just thought of it as a joke. And then I was like, actually, that doesn't sound like a bad idea. Let me yeah. tell my friends and family about it. And we were at a barbecue. I told everyone, and we just started. There at first, they were just laughing at me, but then we just kept like, oh, then we'll make a Selena one and a Fida Kahlo one. And so essentially, it started with six uh, our six original designs. It was Frida, Selena, Pancho Villa, Blue Demon. Cantinflas and um, a calavera sugar mm -hmm. skull and so we raised uh, $3,500 on Kickstarter mm -hmm. and that's how we started uh, Fuchila Fresheners and so my constant I'm constantly reminding myself that Fuchila exists because of the community that backed me yeah. and not because uh, because of anything that I've done on my own because they, I, by myself I would, their Fuchila would be nothing so uh, we decided to uh, as we we promised all our follow our backers uh, from the Kickstarter campaign that we would have everyone fresheners in their hands by Christmas Day, mm -hmm. and in order to fulfill that, we actually had to drive around Christmas Day, hand deliver some fresheners to people. <laughs> oh my yeah, so we were running up to doors, knocking, and no one was there. We just leave them fresheners and stuff. And uh, it was funny because they called they called me the the black bearded Santa that, that Christmas. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so you know we started with six uh, designs. Now we've done uh, we're uh, we're above thirty we're thirty five designs plus and seven or eight collaborations. And each one scents. has its own scent. Yeah, yeah, they're all they smell different and the scent. Uh, is usually paired with the design so I choose a scent based on the person if that's possible so like Frida Kahlo smells like flowers she did a lot of her paintings were with flowers yeah. and stuff so I, I enjoy that or like uh, unfortunately I couldn't make Selena smell like pizza so you know so she just smells really good that's all yeah, <laughs> yeah. there's one that I recently had in my car yeah. it's like a, it was a soul but it's like a papel picado. Yeah, papel picado. Yeah. So that yeah. one smells really good. Yeah, yeah. That's our, that's our like our lemon burst, and so we like to. That's a good scent for those bright designs that really you know want to want to make you smile. So we actually we've actually letting that one go for a little bit. Sometimes we've noticed that with designs, they're really popular up front and they go really well, and then all of a sudden they kind of die down for some reason. 
And so what we've been starting to do is pulling them for, for a few months and then re-releasing them later. Yeah. Like our Cantinflas, uh, we just re-released it again. And we'll only do limited runs of certain ones, but there's the ever they're the evergreen ones like the Selena and the Frida, the Concha, that are just going to always be around because they, yeah. they, you know, that's what it is. So. And the little Puerquito, Yeah, and the Puerquito, yeah, yeah, yeah. That one smells good too, like Canela. Yeah, those are, that that one came because my grandmother's favorite Panduce is uh, Puerquito, so it was like a dedication to her. Yeah. Uh, she just turned 90 this year, so it's going to be turn yeah this year we July. threw a big old party for her yeah we got it all the, she's she 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 had 10 children so quite a big family yeah and so we all um, joined in we have pictures she has pictures with her children mm-hmm. and then then pictures with her grandchildren mm-hmm. and then pictures also with her great-grandchildren oh, and there's nice. even one there's even a couple great-great-grandchildren in oh, there too wow. so it's yeah yeah, yeah, she did oh. work. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she set the stage for all of us here, yeah. you know, and uh, yeah, so that was dedicated to her. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. So what else do you sell? You sell t-shirts? Yeah, so we did for a little bit, we did t-shirts. Uh, I realized quickly that t-shirts, is as fun as it can be to express yourself, my designs and, and ideas on a t-shirt, uh, it, it's a lot harder then I it's a it's some it's a whole nother realm yeah. that I would have to continue to dive in deep if I wanted to do it justice. Yeah. And at this time I you know I decided a freshener has no sizing. It has no yeah. uh, you know what I mean? It just yes. it, it's what it is. <laughs> if it's in an envelope. So a lot of times people ask me like, oh you know when are you gonna make shirts and this and that and you can make all these other things. I'm like, yes I can make a lot make of things. Them, yeah. But the thing is that uh, you know, doing something like that requires sizing is always ends up being a lot harder than something that's you don't have to you don't have to think about that aspect, right? So, so one of your T-shirts yeah. is very very educational. Yes, I <laughs> what learned is that? a lot. Yes, and what was that? And one? I share it with everyone. Yes, <clears throat> I kind of have a feeling I know which one you're talking about. It's but I'm a... sopa de caracol. Hey, Yay. what a very good soup. Yeah, yes, exactly. I have no idea. I think that. Most of us have no yeah, idea no. what the hell they're saying, yeah. but because of your t-shirt, uh, I figured you. it out, and I even <laughs> went like on Apple iTunes with the lyrics, I'm like, oh my god, it does my say god, that, yes. but the lyrics say, what a very good soup, they yeah. don't say that, yeah, exactly. they say, what a very good yeah, soup, yeah, what a very good soup, yeah, yeah exactly, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly, and that, that has come a lot of my... I, I was calling on Spanglish teas at the time, but basically I I have a big, um, I'm really fond of phonetic spelling because it just, it's such a, it's something that in my world, growing up with, you know, parent my grandmother who, you know, could bear, you know, she spoke like every, she could speak some words in English, but most of her uh-huh. most of her uh, expression was in Spanish. But when she did try to throw out some English, it was like it was like poetry. It was like it was like yeah. it was like it was like poems. Like she, it, and so she would say like uh, like uh, chat up, you know, and then she would say you know <laughs> uh, yeah she would say um, That's yeah she like uh, uh, what. What are some other classic ones? Oh, that my she would favorite! Say? Every year we get a phone call from my grandma. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday! Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's birthday. Yeah, happy birthday! Yeah, yeah, exactly. She's uh, she's like, uh, yeah, thank thank you very much. Yeah, uh-huh. she she would say that a lot. And so I always felt like we kind of if there if if English was a language where you phonetically spell things yes. like Spanish a little more yeah. then I feel like it, it would be a lot easier to learn so yes. I, I was like let's just let's just keep pushing that so a lot of a lot of I, I wanted to do some some other I still have some things in the pipeline for that kind of stuff phonetic spelling things because I think that's a fun way to express ourselves because it's it's kind of like formalizing and and giving a blessing to what some people are kind of ashamed of you know like yeah. not being able to say things clearly or like in a they have an accent which having an accent to me is like beautiful so yeah that's why i kind of want to celebrate that or more. there's also a generation of people that are alive today where yeah. they weren't allowed to speak spanish of course yeah and so that's yeah exactly very empowering yeah. now to it's like a whole different world now. Yeah, you're right. And uh, I actually, 
it's funny because, uh, like I was saying, this is my side hustle, and I work full time at Google. I'm a designer um, for. I was on Google Maps for two years, and now I'm on Google Shopping. Um, and there, I'm part of a group. I actually just joined the global leadership team for for Ola, which is their basically their Hispanic Latinx Googler network. And so I, I just became their communications global lead for for that because oh, we, we actually yeah thank you yeah I just it just happened uh, last week and so one of the threads that you know essentially I'll be in charge of communications and uh, basically managing how we communicate within the company and then externally like socially and then like also professionally and one of the threads that is really popular right now is. Uh, sort of like how to how to combat the you don't look you don't look Latino um, oh, vibes yes. or how do we combat that like oh you don't look Latino you know my, what I mean? my daughter yeah. is laughing and pointing yeah. to herself because, because my sister told me told me that I look Chinese <laughs> <laughs> That's no hilarious. but yeah I get that all the time like oh yeah. I thought you were Persian or yeah, Arabic yeah yeah, yeah yeah exactly and like so a lot of people it's funny because it started with uh, it, the the conversation started with you don't uh, how to combat the you don't look Latino stereotype, but then also it turned into the that a lot of times that tends to be on the some folks said that it that what they see is that it tends to be on the lighter uh, like on the lighter, lighter on the lighter skin yeah. side of the spectrum, and so there was another person that was like well myself as a really as a really dark Latino. Uh, I or, or or even as a you know like um, there is a difference there there's a difference in what that could mean the interpretation of oh you don't look Latino yeah. you know and, and basically we're a spectrum of, of color and and not just in color but also all of a sudden uh, yeah all of a sudden uh, other people jumped on the thread too and they started talking about how that uh, that you know the we the similar discrimination happens against uh, Latinos that don't speak Spanish yeah. or, or have accents have and they an speak accent. Spanish and yeah. stuff and, and like to me it's all beautiful it's all should be celebrated we're, we are again a product of generations that some generations uh, fought hard to keep the language some generations were scared to keep the language for safety yeah. reasons and, and and otherwise just to not be stigmatized and, and yeah. now Kind of everyone's kind of meeting together here. It's kind of nice. So. We're a mixed race. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was like, we we are we exist because we exist because of a of a messy socket. So it's like, yeah. you know, why why can't we just celebrate that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it's about empowerment. Yeah. And empowering ourselves and our community to look at it as a beautiful as a beautiful thing. So yeah. I'm happy you're doing that. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully, I can make a little impact there within Google and then and then try to push that out outwards to the community so yeah, yeah. well yeah. we kind of got a little sidetracked oh but yeah <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but how can people buy your fuchilas yes yeah, so fuchila you can find us at fuchilafresheners.com our instagram is fuchilafresheners we're at fuchilafresh on twitter since Fuchilla Freshness is too long, I guess. Uh, <laughs> you also yeah. sell at stores, right? Yes, There's we do. Yeah, vendors. we have we have retail vendors across the United States and a couple in Mexico. Uh, you can find the whole list on our website. And then uh, we have we're 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 above a hundred uh, uh, wholesale locations now. So oh, wow. yeah, yeah, Congrats. we're yeah. Thank you. We're looking to expand further this year. We're we're holding we're. Fingers crossed, we're, we're, we're trying to work on something uh, with Urban Outfitters and then potentially potentially we're going to try to keep pushing uh, into a, a Tugger or a Walmart kind of vibe. So hopefully at some point we'll keep start, trying. you know, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Right now, mom and pop shops are bread and butter and I would like to keep it that way. But, uh, you know, there's also a point where I'd love to get it in the hands of more people faster than I can do it by myself and in my network. So... Sometimes your empire builds faster than what you can yeah. handle. <laughs> yeah, exactly, and that's kind of where I feel like we're at a tipping point right now. And I've been I've been prepping Vero, uh, my wife, about you know maybe in a year or two I'm not at Google anymore, and you know yeah. we're we're doing I'm doing this full time, and because honestly, it, uh, 
it in order for it to get to where I wanted to go in a decent amount of time, then yeah. I need to respect it and and give it my attention, my full attention. So yes. who knows when that'll happen? But I think in the next year or two, I think that I could see that happening. Yeah. Actually. I could see it happening for you in like less than a year. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Put that in the universe. Every, everybody heard that? Who heard that? Less than a year. Let's make that happen. I like that. Yeah. You know, I don't I don't know if my, hopefully my boss is not listening. He's like, uh, you're already trying to leave? Where are you going? <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you very much. And everybody go buy some puchilas. Yes, please. Thank you. Okay, so we're winding down. People are packing up and leaving, but you still find time to sit here with me and record and talk about and to talk about like what a chingona you are, right? We all are. What a yes. chingona we all are. And so, can you introduce yourself? Sure. So my name is Melina Duarte, and I am the owner and founder of Chingona Definition. How did you, what inspired you to, it's a registered trademark. It's You're a copyright. Yeah. It's a copyright. Right. Your Chingona definition and the whole definition, it's a, cop, it's a copyright. Yes, so it's my uh, intellectual property because I came up with it. It's not something that came out of a dictionary, um, but it was something that I created because I felt like it was needed. And we've been throwing out the word chingona a lot lately. And so there was folks that, there's kind of two reactions, right? One is like, what does that mean? People that don't speak Spanish and that didn't grow up with it don't really know what it is. But then the people that do speak Spanish or did grow up with it are like, why are you saying that? And so it was just my way of kind of making it balanced with the word chingon because the word chingon is something that has been used in, in a very um, complementary way, but the word chingona wasn't always. It depends on who you're talking to. Sometimes they see it as derogatory, um, and so I wanted to make them even because it's the yeah. same word, and so I wanted to make them even, and so that's why I came up with the definition. Yeah. Well, thank you for doing that. And you sell T-shirts, pillow, pillows, and bags. So I and have. Mugs. Um, so the product line has kind of evolved. Um, so I started with the bag, a canvas bag. I have that bag in English and in Spanish now. Um, I have three different styles of shirts. I have some mugs. Um, I'm retiring the pillows. Um, and then I have like a few kind of art slash gift things. So like a frame with the flowers in them. Mm -hmm. oh, those are so um, and then I do like seasonal stuff like the ornaments. So it just depends. Yeah, so cute. And. This is the first time we've done this Mercado Latinx over here in Stockton. Yes. How did it go? What was it your experience? It was amazing. I've been to Stockton before um, a few times and it was amazing to see the reception from people. I mean, it was packed from the moment the doors opened. Yeah. It's been busy. Crowds of people, families. It was nice to see families. Yeah, very was, multicultural too. Yeah, everybody was super nice. Everybody yeah. was asking questions and asking like about our businesses. And so it was really, it was a very, very warm welcome, which was really, really nice. Yeah. What inspired you to turn the chingona definition into a business instead of like a like a content like a content um, business or something? Um, so it kind of took on a life of its own. So I came up with the definition uh, because I was procrastinating something else I was supposed to be doing, and I just kind of started putting something together. And I shared it with a comadre of mine, and then. Um, and then I posted it on, on, I put it on a bag. So I'm a pretty crafty person myself. And so I put it on a bag for myself. I had a canvas bag and so I just kind of DIY'd it. And when I posted it, people were asking, where can I get that bag? And so because I've done screen printing and ordered shirts and apparel for my old job, I knew how to do it. And so I have a friend who has a screen printing business. And so I called him and I said, hey, can I get just a small batch? And he's like, yeah, let's do it. And so I did, and they sold out in the first week without any advertising. And wow. so it kind of, I don't know if I picked it. I think it picked me. Like it just yeah. kind of grew. And so, I, but I really saw that it was something that was needed and something that was wanted. Definitely. And it was timing. Timing is everything. And so it was a good time. And it was a time where 
women and Latinas are, are kind of taking their power back, and so this is part of it. Yeah, and it was also good timing in your life to be able to produce yes. it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. What, how long have you been doing this? So I've been doing this for a few years. Um, I uh, had a career job before that I left a few years ago, and so I have a consulting business. So I've been doing the consulting for a while, and then this just kind of popped up as like a side thing. Uh, but now it's kind of changing and so this is becoming more my primary thing and my consulting is becoming more my side thing because there is a market for this and there is uh, an audience and so I'm trying to like flip them so that this is no longer the side hustle this is more the main and then the consulting is the side hmm, that's interesting and I just say it's interesting because you're like the second or third vendor that I've spoken to today that says I'm trying to transition to do this full time. Yeah. Like, I mean, because these vendor events are are during the weekend sometimes, but now that if you have an online store, which I do, there's traffic all the time. Yeah. And there's also a platform that you now have. So my Chingona Definition Instagram page has really become a platform for me. I don't just want to sell stuff. I also want... To put out information and help educate people on different issues, and yes. so it's it's a it's become a way for me to have a platform to be able to talk about the things I'm passionate about, and not just I'm not just selling stuff. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's really important for us to use the platforms that we have or we've created um, to help empower ourselves and our communities. Definitely. So one more thing. You're wearing something very beautiful on your head, besides the headphones. <laughs> Can you tell me a little bit about that? Sure. So that's another thing that's just kind of like taken on a life of its own. So my flower crowns, um, I created, I came up with, I, I designed, I mean, I made some for an event and then um, it became part, it's become part of my Chingona Definition uniform. So oh, when okay. I'm vending, I do have, you know, a Chingona Definition shirt and then a flower crown and that has attracted people. And then I use them as decorations on my table. I had them as um, part of the, the mannequins. I had them on top. And then people started asking if I sold them. And at first I was like, no, these are my decorations. And then I thought, you know, I should make some to sell. And so now I have made some to sell and I do them seasonally so like festival season which is now coming upon us um, because you can really wear them to birthday parties concerts festivals Frida Kahlo's birthday um, just there's different ways you can wear different events you can wear them just to kind of stand apart yeah and so now uh, during certain seasons I do have them for sale like the other Los Muertos right like it's yeah. a really big thing and so um, yeah, that's another thing that I just did for myself and then people wanted them So then you have to kind of learn how to pivot and say like, okay, I should make these to sell. Yeah Well, I'm glad that you're doing everything that you're doing because oh, it's you. definitely needed and Obviously, you know that it's needed because people are buying them, right? <laughs> yeah, and so where can people follow you or buy? You have a website and yes. your Instagram. So I have um, an Instagram, so it's at Chingona Definition. Um, I do have a Facebook, which is pretty much a repeat of, of the Instagram. And then I do have an online store, so ChingonaDefinition.com. Okay, great. Everybody, go wear your Chingona uniform. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for, I'm glad we got to do this. I know that... Um, when we run into each other it's at different vendor spaces and so it's pretty busy but I'm glad yeah. that we got to like actually sit down and do yes, this. Yes, me too. <laughs> me too. Thank you. So, thank you. So my next guest is a newbie. She started her business just a few months ago and this weekend is the first time that she's vending. You want to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Nena. I'm in charge of Hija de Tu Padre. Are you are the creator of yes. that? So what do you sell? Um, a little bit of everything, custom mugs, t-shirts, magnets, keychains, um, water bottles, backpacks, a little bit of everything. And why why did you like can you tell us like why did you decide to start this business? Like what did you Because get I was always seeing stuff I liked on Instagram and I couldn't afford it. Like like what? Everything. I everything. I I would spend all day like oh my god I need to have this, and I couldn't afford it. Uh, I couldn't afford anything. 
So you were inspired by providing affordable items for yes. people? So everything that I wanted, I made and then I cut the prices in half because I want to make it affordable. Yeah. So I know you saw a lot of mugs, or yes. that's what I saw. I started display. with mugs. You started with mugs. So what are what's your favorite one, or what's the most popular one that people buy? Chiona pero ch no chi yeah chiona pero chingona. Chiona pero chingona. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So I like how they're like bright colors and like oh yeah because yeah, a lot I do of the color. a lot of the mugs that I see around are are like white and then they just have something very simple. But yours are like pink. That's and what like, I did not want. I see all these mugs that are all white mugs, maybe have like a color handle and then a little bit image in the middle. I didn't want that. Yeah. I wanted my mugs to stand out. That's so how doing. do you get the mugs printed? Or do I do everything in my living room. You hand everything. print everything. I don't have anything made. I do everything. Everything that I sell, I make. So you you buy the mugs and then you I design you everything in my. All the I do everything in my living room. I design. I spend hours just designing. That's amazing. Yes. That's so great. any design you see, I made. If you see it anywhere else, you know I made it. Yeah. I don't steal anyone's designs. Everything is all me. That's good. Yes. Congratulations That's to you for doing that. And I wanted to make sure to be able to only me. I don't want somebody to say, oh, you have like somebody else. No. Yeah. No, it's just mine. Completely unique. Yes. What, other, might, what other things do you sell? Like um, mugs and... Um, I just started t-shirts. Uh-huh. Yeah, so I'm, I'm just getting into t-shirts now. And you're printing your, the t-shirts yourself too? Yes, ma'am. Yes, yeah. ma'am. I just started. I'm going to do my own t-shirts. What's your favorite one? Like, what is, what's the phrase on there? Susia. Susia. Yes. Um, I didn't see a lot of susias before, and now I'm doing susias, and now I see susias everywhere. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. That's really great that you're looking to, like, what is out there and making yours unique. Yes. I don't... If you see something out there, I'm opposite. Or I'm... If it's kind of the same, I'm, I make a way different. Yeah. I... I like, if there's a chingona shirt out there, if I want a chingona shirt, I'll find a way to make it different. Yeah. Because I don't want somebody to say, oh, she copied me. No, that's... No. Yeah. Yeah, and that's and that's where original creativity comes from. Yes. And making things your own. So, right now, where do you sell? Where do you Oakland, sell your items? In Oakland, California. Yeah. Yes, I'm from Oakland. This is my first time out in the valley. And your yesterday was your first vendor event. Oh yes, I was nervous, but it was good, and I liked that it was not a big event like this. This is a big event for me. So yesterday's event was smaller than oh, this. Oh yes, way and smaller. Today's bigger. Yes. How did it go? How, how was your first weekend of vending? Um, it was good. I liked this vibe. Yesterday's vibe. The people in charge of the mercado were nice. The managers of the building were really rude to us, though. So it was like, oh, I don't want to be here. But then the people in charge of the mercado came and apologized. And then it was, oh, okay. Oh. And yeah. how was that different from today's event? Today, I had no issues. Mm -hmm. I had nobody rude to me. Yeah, everybody was really nice. Yeah. And how did it go for you? The event's like over um, now. You're I sold out. Away. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah. I, Yay. I, well, I sold out of most of my mugs. The only mugs I had left were uh, copies. So I almost everything's gone. Pop sockets I had left, but mugs were almost gone. Yeah. Oh, cool. Congratulations. Thank you. I'm so happy. So, what is your Instagram? Where can people follow you? And how can people buy your items if it's not at a vendor event? Um, my Instagram is Hija de tu Padre. I'm actually working on the website right now. Uh -huh. Right now I'm just on Etsy. I'm thinking of leaving Etsy. Um, and you can find me on, message me on Instagram or Etsy. My, oh, my website will be available, will be open the 1st of May. So good. And yeah, anybody wants to place an order, they can just message me. Yeah. Uh, I'm so happy for you that you started just a few months ago and you're here at your second event and you sold out yes. and so and I didn't, I didn't think I was the whole ride over here I'm like I don't want to do it should I cancel um because at my niece were like no you can't cancel I'm like I, I think I am I really wanted to so I was scared like what if people have mugs I don't know who wants my mugs but if I no I did I did they talked me into it they were 
Yeah. They're a big supporter. I'm glad they did. Yeah. So thank you very much for taking the time to share your story with us. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Okay, so we're winding down. It's the end of the day, and I just had to get these two people to come on here and talk about their experience because they were my neighbors and because they had the longest line the whole day. And they were selling tacos and mulitas and, and quesadillas. You want to introduce yourselves? My name is Jesus. My name is Melissa and, and Tacos La Palmita. Tacos La Palmita, <laughs> so. so he does all the cooking. And um, he's the man in front of the grill or behind the grill. Sorry. I'm the face. Yeah, he's the face. So he's the one doing all the videos on social media and most of the postings and stuff. I'm the one behind the scenes answering and responding to people's messages and inquiries and whatnot and doing all the Yelp and um, Instagram posts and flyers. And then at events, I, um, I deal with, um, I take the orders and stuff like that. So I, we, we work pretty well together. <laughs> I mean, I think you do because you had a really, really long line the whole time and yeah. it just kept on going and going yeah. and everybody was eating tacos and quesadillas mm -hmm. and bolitas and yeah. my kids went a few times yeah, <laughs> to get some great. tacos. It, it was Glad crazy. It was crazy because this is the longest line we've ever had. Non-stop. It was non -stop. a non-stop line. Yeah. yeah. We've done other events and we get a little short line then either people leave and come back and then we have yeah, another short little breaks line, short breaks. But this is like non-stop. I didn't stop at all. And yeah. you also were the only food vendor that didn't sell out of your yeah. food. No, well, we, we came prepared. You guys brought, oh good. Yeah, yeah no, yeah. we came well, prepared. The thing about it is we have our meat, you know, cold or whatever and we cook it fresh and I, I told myself if we don't sell today, I'm going to sell tomorrow. Yeah. You know, so, you know, it was still cooking fresh, you know. And because you guys good. sell every day? We sell Monday, Tuesday, Friday, Saturday at the bar called the, the Establishment Saloon. Uh, it's at 7931, 7931 Thorn Road. And um, yeah, so yeah. You sell in the evening time, right? Yes, yeah. evening time. Monday uh, from 8.30 p.m. to 1.30 a.m. And then Tuesday, same thing. Friday, we try to be there a little bit earlier, like around 7.30, and then until 1.30 in the morning. So you're like a really true Mexican taco street vendor, yeah. because in Mexico is where they sell at nighttime. Yeah. yeah. Actually, we never thought of that, like, the thought of ourselves like that, but yeah, now that you're saying that, yeah, it's, it's we're, we're like that, because yeah, where we're from, true. you know, that's how they do it, and we never actually thought of it like that, yeah. but we, we try to just stay true to yeah. our Mexican roots, because oh, I'm, really, I'm from Michoacan. And, yeah. and she's from... Well, I'm well, she was born, yeah. born and raised, but my mom's from Guadalajara, my dad's from Sinaloa. Yeah, yeah and I, my I dad was born in Guadalajara. No, we don't put cheese on tacos. Yeah, or sour cream. Or sour cream. Yeah, I know we do authentic I hate sour cream. I love sour cream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if someone wants cheese on their tacos, I'll tell them that we don't, but, you know, customer's always right. So then we charge a dollar <laughs> per taco. And so, so and you shared that you also make you have a secret menu, yeah, right? Secret menu, yes, yes, I do. What, okay, so what is your so our, actual menu, and then what is your so secret our, menu? So our regular menu is tacos, quesadillas, mini quesadillas, which are called molitas, and then um, we do something called a palmita molita. What what is so a palmita? So a palmita molita is a cheese shell on the grill. With a tortilla on top, like melt, the cheese is melted on top and then it's crusted on the bottom. Then I flip it and then put more cheese on the crust and on both of them. And I put meat on one, onion, cilantro, hot or mild, and then I cap it. So it's like a sandwich, but it has a cheese curd. So compared to the regular molita to palmita molita, it has double meat, the palmita molita. Double meat and I'm able to put, you know, and it's crunchy and crispy and it's nice and gooey also. So. I'm really hungry now. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so I mean, we've been with this for about three years now, and we started at um, a, bar, a bar called, well, club, um, lounge actually, uh, Alibi Lounge on in Lodi. And shout out to my boy Junior and Tim. They gave us our first start, and we're very grateful for that, you know. And uh, unfortunately, we had to move on or whatever, but you know. We had to grow. Yeah. Yeah, we, we had to grow, you know, and. 
and I, and I, I love him for that, for that, for go. giving us a, the chance. So, yeah. And um, what is on your secret menu? So secret menu, oh, go ahead. Oh, the secret menu is the palmita mulita that he was talking about uh -huh. and a keto taco. Uh -huh. So the keto taco is uh, for those people who are doing like the keto diet or the low carb diet. Uh -huh. It's no tortilla. So instead of a tortilla, it's a cheese shell. So it's a big old handful of cheese, melted down, toasted up. Um, so it's like crunchy around the on the outside and a little soft and gooey on the middle. And then he has the meat, onion, cilantro, hot mild sauce. and whatnot and uh, it's really delicious um, it sounds alternative so to, to tacos <laughs> so if anybody wants to contact contact us because we have to go i'm sorry yeah um our instagram is tacos la palmita 209 and then we also have a yelp tacos la palmita on yelp mm -hmm. if they type in sartin and then taco catering or or uh, keto taco we're like the first we're one. We're the first one to come on up. Yelp? Oh, yeah. cool. Okay, so if you cool. type in Yelp on Yelp for tacos, just tacos. I think we're, we're like the second or third one. Yeah. But if you type in Keto Taco in Stockton, like current location, Stockton, yeah. we'll come up like number one. Oh, good. A lot of people don't do it. Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, I wish you all the success and people can hire you for catering. Right. I'll take yeah. you for events. Yeah. And so our number is 209-302-6825. And they can call us there, or they can hit us up on the Instagram or Yelp. And you go anywhere, not we'll just Stockton. Anywhere. Yeah, I anywhere. mean, the price does vary upon location, yeah. but we'll go anywhere. Yes. For okay. the right amount of money, we'll go anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Well, very All right, nice well, to meet thank you. you very much. Right. Nice to meet yeah, you. Yeah, nice meeting you. Thank you for having us. Thank you for listening to Relate and Elevate. Find me on Instagram at Giselle's World and on Facebook at GM Strategist. Make sure to visit my website, GiselleMartin.com, and please, please rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. Hope you have an amazing day. Bye.